Third and ten from the 11. Travis under pressure, trying to escape, able to escape. Tops the corner, stays in back. Still, still goosebumps. <laughs> and with that, we welcome you to another episode of the Knowles and Dogs podcast. I am your co-host Hunter, and that is Dylan. There we go. Woo. Yeah, Arnold Palmer here. Get oh, us rolling. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, you know, we got the natty shirt on today. I can never get this camera angle right. You know, there it is. <laughs> That's fine. There we go. Um, hope everyone's doing good. If you're watching us on YouTube, awesome. Guys, mm-hmm. we've I've seen awesome uh, uptick in views, subscriptions, uh, likes. It's been awesome. Keep it rolling, guys. I uh, really do appreciate it. We had a, we set a record high on uh, views for our last episode, so that was awesome we to love see. We love to see that. Glad to see that you know you guys are enjoying like what we're putting out. Um, and uh, we are three subscribers away from fifty, guys. We got come on, we got this. That's the, get, that's the game. Three changer. more. Three That's more. the game changer right there. That's what we're looking for. Yes. If we can get to the big 5-0, you know, big mm-hmm. things are coming. Um, hope everyone enjoyed their weekend, week up to this point. We're almost to the weekend again. Yeah. Call it Super yeah. Regionals starting up. Uh, you got to love it. Love the Watched a bunch of regionals this past weekend. I don't know with Dylan. I tried to watch as much as I can, but, you know, oh, yeah. with work yeah. it's always hard. But it was some, there were some good games. There were some there good were some games. G- a lot of upsets. There was quite a few mm-hmm. upsets. Um, and uh, we have two four seeds, I think. Yeah. I, I believe you're right. Yes. One? Just no. One four seed is in. One four seed. And then is in I the Super think... Regionals. We have a couple yeah. twos and threes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, not as many uh, hosts made it out of regionals as we thought and a lot of people thought. So, mm-hmm. But that's why, you know, the tournament's. Any sport tournaments are awesome to watch playoff baseball because you never know it'll happen. Yep. Um, so rundown for the day, guys, was going to be pretty self-explanatory. We're going to do a little NCAA. We're going to do a little regional recap from this past weekend's uh, action. Uh, we'll look ahead to Super Regionals and the predictions there. Um, and then we'll switch on over back to football. Where we'll talk about conference championship, who, who we think is going to win, who we think will win their respective conferences, power five yeah. only. Um, and then who will be running the runners up um, and a little college football news regarding NCA 24, the game, uh, another small speed bump on the road to hopefully obtaining the game. And we will yeah. finish it off with three questions as we always do. So without mm-hmm. further ado, guys, make sure you're hitting the subscription or that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you know people that like college sports, any sport in general, tell them to hit that subscribe button because we are the people you should be watching. Yeah, man, we, that felt we, good. We yeah, we really do. We appreciate any kind of shout out, get the name out. We just want people to hear us. You know what I mean? Yes. Let us you know, know what they think. 
we're just we're preachers pretty much at this stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's strong. That's a <laughs> we're just preaching all the good word of all good sports. Oh, so before we get too off topic, let's get started, guys, with some NCAA baseball regional mm-hmm. recap. A um, lot of games, of course. 64 teams started this weekend. We are down to what are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 16? eight. Oh, only eight, yeah. Dang. Eight, well, eight, uh, eight supers. So, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, you're gonna get me. Yeah, sixteen, sixteen. Yeah. We had to clarify I that. Was, I thought it was sixteen. I was like, whoa. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I have the bracket listed here, <laughs> so I had to, it was counting that. Yeah. So don't quote me on that stuff, but. Um, oh yeah, and I have my bracket up here on my screen, and I'm like, am I missing something? Hold on, am right? I? <laughs> so some notable uh if I want to flip back here because I wrote mm-hmm. down. So there's some notable upsets from this past weekend. Uh host uh hosting teams uh Miami, yep. uh Miami, uh Auburn, Oklahoma State, Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um Ar- oh, Arkansas. Yep. All eliminated this past weekend. Auburn and Oklahoma State went 0 and 2, so mm-hmm. so not a, the best look if you're the host team going one and done. Oh, yeah, I already said Miami. Um, I was a uh, pretty uh pretty good on my predictions. I think uh, mm-hmm. there were a couple. I mean, but I mean, my five best picks to win the College World Series. Only one of the teams now left standing. Um, yeah. Oh, forgot Clemson also out. Um, you know, that's a, I I. On our my little rundown, I gave Clemson its own little bullet point for the collapse because, man, that's a tough one. What I so if you didn't watch the game mainly, so Clemson up four two. Yep. This Tennessee they played Saturday night and uh, or Saturday it was six o'clock, but it didn't end until like close to ten thirty because yeah ten thirty eleven. Um, Clemson's up four two on Tennessee, mm-hmm. top of the ninth, and. Um, their pitcher who had started the entire game has two outs, two outs in the inning, just needs one more out, gives up back-to-back base hits, both with two strikes, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, no, one of them was two strikes. They one of them was two strikes. And they then, pull yeah. him, send him to first. Next guy comes in. I think gets – oh, no, he didn't. So he comes in, and Tennessee pitter – one-two count, I believe, is what it was. Just mm-hmm. grooves a fastball right down the middle, and that ball was still flying into the left field sky. Uh, Tennessee took the lead briefly. Clemson responded, tied it, mm-hmm. and then they back and forth. They went a couple missed opportunities by both teams. Clemson bases loaded in the 11th, I think, which with nobody out, didn't score mm-hmm. a run. Tennessee had two runners on the corners with one out, I think, and didn't get anything until eventually Tennessee won. Clemson eventually stranded the runner third, which would have tied it again. So, and then I think Clemson the next day because they had a turnaround, played an elimination game in Charlotte. Yep, great look ahead spot, just trap game right there. They scored two mm-hmm. early runs early, did not do anything after. And mm-hmm. what? And it's the same thing with football, Dylan. You let inferior teams hang around. What will happen? Bad things. Bad things, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. Charlotte came storming back. Tied mm-hmm. it, eventually took the lead later in the inning, and the rest is history. Charlotte el- or eliminated Clemson. 
Yep. That was one of the big names because a lot of people thought, I mean, they were rolling ACC champs, rolling in, hosting the regional, and they just I mean, didn't finish it. I mean, we could just say right now, one of the hosts on this show was pretty high on Clemson himself. Mr. I was very host. I, I thought they were going to go all the way to the final. Yeah, I, you, he did predict them to be – was, was it the runner-up to Florida, right? I thought Florida is going to win, and Florida almost got eliminated too this weekend, but they yeah they got out of it. They lost to Tech, Texas Tech, clawed their way mm-hmm. back out of the losers bracket, won two games on the on Sunday. UConn in the yeah. morning knocked them out, took care of Texas Tech, turned around Monday. Wyatt Langford and BT Riot Appel, uh found their yeah. rhythm and just uh, took care of Texas Tech. Uh, Wake Forest is a no-joke threat right now. They uh, had no mm-hmm. issues at all in any of their games this weekend. Uh, they started the game at 1045 because of rain, and they had turned around and won 20-6 to that yeah. game. So um, <laughs> they're legit. Their that pitching was, staff, their three starters just can you – you can't – they have legit arms, and it's just so hard, and their bats are so good that they are I think one they, tough they have- out. They have future pros on that on that team, in my opinion. At least when it comes to that pitching side, there's guys who I think will make it to the big leagues eventually. Oh, not sure. the biggest names on the market, you know, on the biggest names out there. But I still think they're talented enough that you'll be hearing about them. Yeah, within the next couple of years, mm-hmm. I think that was a big story. And I think the other big story of the weekend is I want to hear your opinion. Was Arkansas? really overrated or is TCU a sleeper where we aren't talking about enough? I think it's more TCU. They come in, have been up and down really all year. I think yeah. I hadn't really followed them a whole lot, but they come just, they came rolling into the big 12 tournament, took care of business there, won it, mm-hmm. go into the Arkansas Fayetteville regional and just, um, they beat Arizona four to two, I think. And then yep. Trey Richardson, the yeah, star player for TCU goes in, hits three home runs against Arkansas, including grand slams on back-to-back innings. Had eleven RBIs on the day, just in that game. Completely took care of Arkansas, and then to go into Arkansas and go undefeated in that regional is something uh, that's, that's hard to do yeah. for any team. And that is a kudos to them. They go in to beat Arkansas twice. Um, don't mess mm-hmm. around with them. That's a good thing. I, you like when teams can who have that one or that uh, game one advantage, take care mm-hmm. of business. Don't let like opposing teams yeah. like that, especially if you're you have that, like one game up on the host team. We saw that with mm-hmm. Texas A and M, Texas Tech. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Um, I think it was those two. Texas a and Texas Tech, really the two teams that squandered opportunities against host teams of uh, yeah. Stanford and Florida. Both had a game up on them. Couldn't mm-hmm. take care – couldn't take them out when they had a shot. Turn around, you fall short. Uh, yeah. We saw teams like Virginia take care of business. Don't let them mess around. Um, Indiana State did the same thing. Kudos, tear out. Uh, not able to host, though, this upcoming week because of apparently – there's too many people and not enough workers or something like that. Yep. Yeah, it's being yeah, which is a little bit of a like a little bit of a nonchalant excuse because you just were able to host more teams than you are going into this week. 
Um, which which makes so, me uh, think that the administration did not think they were going to win. There, uh, we're, we're going beyond that. They thought I, they that, would, <laughs> that their own team was going to get beat. That that could be the case, <laughs> honestly. Um, but so a little fortunate just, break for TCU as they get a yeah. Fort Worth regional or super regional. Um, try to just go through them. Just LSU dominant through the entire regional. What? Um, trying to think. Kentucky. Kentucky got out of the losers bracket. Kentucky Sorry, got out that? of the. Oh, you're all good. Kentucky got out of the losers bracket early. Evaded elimination. Took care of West Virginia. Indiana yep. just forgot. Indiana was another one of those teams. Let the host team hang around, <laughs> and Kentucky took it right advantage of it. Uh, I think the only other game that really stuck out for me was that UNC Iowa game. How yes. many innings did that one go? It go thirteen or fourteen innings? I think it went thirteen. Yeah. Um, that was a fun one. That was, that one I was having fun watching that. Yes. And then they took it off. They took it off ESPN two, and I was like, "Why? What's going on? No!" It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're joking. Come on. Right. Some uh, I didn't. Some of the notable, some other regionals that I really didn't pay. <laughs> I didn't watch, but I, you know, I keep up with. Yeah. Oregon taking care of the Nashville regional in Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Oral Roberts, the four seed, we saw a little magic from their basketball team a couple years ago. Look out yep. for the. I don't, are they the Golden Eagles? What are they? Yes, yes, they are. Yep. So look out for them. Maybe a little mm-hmm. postseason magic. Um, and how about fun. Southern Miss? Southern Miss goes in, loses their first game mm-hmm. to Stanford, and then yep. turns around, turn around and win four in a row. Their coach, who's retiring after this year, you know they got one last run mm-hmm. in them. Four games yeah. in a row, they go in and win. Granted. Is it a? I mean, you take care of Auburn in the first game, you take Sanford out, and then you take care of Penn and back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. I mean, comeback games too. They were both trailing in both those games against Penn. So yeah, kudos to them. And Tennessee takes care of business in the um, Clemson regional. I would say we're gonna have to see Southern Miss because uh, they're gonna. To me, this is gonna be one of the hardest games, matchups you could have really against Tennessee. At, they you know do I mean? get a yes. And I would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. And they, but they catch a fortunate break. So, yeah, this was the only seed or game in the supers that um, that needed to be, uh, or that hadn't been announced yet for mm-hmm. who was going to be hosting. And because they were both two seeds, both won yeah. their regional because they didn't host. Um, and the NCAA came out and said, "Hey, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, you're going to be hosting." So Tennessee now has to go on the road, and they stink on the road. Which is a big thing. Miss Southern Miss. As much as they stunk on the road, they clutched up this past weekend in Clemson. But true. And you but now you gotta beat the same team three. You gotta take a series now on the road. You know, you only you got away. You you got a fortunate break, you only had to beat Clemson once. So Mm -hmm. um I'm not saying Tennessee can't win, because I there aren't they have good arms and yeah. Their bats wake up as they had looks like they have, so be it. But Southern Miss at home, granted, Southern Miss lost last year in Supers to Old Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like something's different this year. Um, South Carolina woke up, I think yep. getting healthy for them, they were injured down that last mm-hmm. little bit of the stretch of the year. Um, they're getting healthy now, they woke up in a big way this weekend in the Columbia Regional. 
Mm-hmm. Did not let Campbell teams that I thought was going to win the regional mess around. They just yeah. took care of them. Uh, Duke went into the Conway regional in Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. won that. And yep. TCU, we covered that. Texas mm-hmm. goes down to Coral Gables. I thought they yeah. were going to win. Just Miami I, never really does anything in the postseason. It feels like every once in a while they make they get the trip to Omaha, but they every year they host and they just seem to like run into their own way. They just Texas looked like the better team down the stretch. Yeah, and look at that. I mean, they take care of Miami twice. Uh, Alabama takes care of business in their regional. Tough mm-hmm. break though. Um, if you saw the ending when they played Troy in the winners bracket, Troy. And out away from getting winning the game, yeah, on a ground ball to short, and the guy has a horrible throw to first base, and then I saw Alabama that ends yep. up giving around and scoring like the time mm-hmm. run, and then there was a walk off, tough break for Troy because then they got eliminated, and then <laughs> losers bracket, um, but uh, I think that yeah we covered everything, um, yeah, so I think it's time we may we tell everybody our predictions. I think it is for the supers. Yes. All right, so we'll move on now to super regionals and the predictions. So I think we're I'm gonna we'll just go through each region, mm-hmm. um, say who you think is gonna win and how many games, and yep. biggest reason. So okay. we'll start um, with the number one overall seed, the Wake Wake Forest. They're hosting the Winston Salem mm-hmm. Super Regional against Alabama, the 16th seed overall. <clears throat> I have Wake Forest winning in two games. Okay. And I just think that the pitching staff is gonna is gonna continue to dominate. I think they're mm-hmm. just holding teams on lockdown right now. And yeah, there is not as far as well as as far or I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, as long as the bats keep rolling, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why this team is the number one overall seed because they look the part. I'm gonna look up while you're talking how many runs they actually scored in all three of their games. I don't know how many runs it was. I'm going to look it up. But I, I also agree with you. Uh, I think they'll win in three games. Okay. I had uh, Wake in three games. Only because I do think Alabama is still a really good team. They're going to put up a good fight. Take Bama money line. <laughs> um, but um, I still think Wake Forest is just so much better. The only thing they really have to worry about in this Super Regional is the number one curse. I think that's the biggest thing if you were a betting person is to be wary about is because number one seed always, this is the spot they fall down in, right? Yeah. So um, I just think they're so much better though. Yeah. As long as I feel like if they don't mess around, mm-hmm. they will be just fine. I'm trying to find the, uh, man, they are, they're, um, they like to blow out teams. So they scored 48 runs in three games. For, yeah. yeah. They only played three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only gave up one. Excuse me. That was a not a part. Anyway. <laughs> one. Oh, crap. Where are they? Oh, here they are. Seven. So they scored 48 runs and only gave up seven. They shut out George Mason. They gave up six to Maryland in the twenty-one to six win, and then they turned around and beat George Mason again in the finals, uh, ten to one. So That's or fifteen to one, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so they are 
They're legit. I just think they're too much for Alabama. Yeah. Um, and when you get and you have to go to Winston Salem, and that's a hitter friendly ballpark, so maybe mm-hmm. they get the bats going. But I just think it's too much. Wake. I, I just think Alabama will steal a game. Maybe I think they'll have yeah. to play their best game, but do they have enough to get another game out of that? That's the issue. I I doubt it. That's the thing. Is I think they they'll steal like the first game. I think they'll steal like that first game there because they're just going to get hot. They're going to have a great like fourth thing where they just they hit maybe one home run. They bring in two batters. They put up three in an inning, and their pitching just stays clutch that's, for one um, night, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, so the I, that, that's the biggest thing with these supers, though. Is like mm-hmm. game one is so important because you had yeah. that one. It's best two out of three. Mm-hmm. You get the first game. Now you can think about how do you want to approach the second game. As far as yeah. who are you starting, are you saving your best arms for that game? Like how how's mm-hmm. that going? That mindset. But uh, so you have Wake in three. I have Wake in two. Yep. Either way, the Demon Deacons we have going to Omaha. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next game is going to be in Stanford, or the next regional is going to be in Stanford, mm-hmm. California, where the Stanford Cardinal will be hosting the Texas Longhorns. I have Texas winning this in three games. Me too. And I just think the yeah. biggest reason is it just Stanford does this weird game, and they do this every year where they will let the first team win. Mm hmm. And then they just, for some reason, like, realize, oh, wait, we should be winning this. And then they all of a sudden just, like, turn around and, like, they just jumpstart the team. And then all of a sudden they're just rallying and just scoring runs and dominating. I mean, I saw it this past weekend where Texas A&M just looked like they were the better team and they beat them. And then all of a sudden Texas A&M, all they had to do was beat them one out of two more times and couldn't. They just struggled and didn't score anything mm-hmm. and were giving up a bunch of runs. But I just think Stanford can't play this game. Yeah. They can't get it can't they can't keep getting away with it like that meme. <laughs> can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, um, no, I, I clearly agree with you. I think Stanford plays sloppy and then against a team like Texas, who quite frankly, I think you could argue is probably second or third most talented roster in yeah. You know, at the NCAA Division One level, you can't make mistakes against them. Like they're they're a team that will pounce on you. I mean, they pounced mistakes. on they pounced on Miami and never let them have a shot. Yeah, no, and, it was, and yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I agree with you in that Miami was even going into this tournament that you know they got to host it because they've been a great team this year, mm-hmm. and Miami just or Miami just had the smallest little problems with their team and texas is the kind of team that can just blow up those mistakes mm-hmm. they can make them you can make that blow up in their face yeah. so i 100 yeah i have texas in two games for sure yeah i uh, i'm just looking at the last game miami was jumped up to a three nothing lead in that regional mm-hmm. final and then texas just exploded for a nine run third yeah and that's what they can do they can win the they can win the low scoring games they can win the high scoring games and i think that um Longhorns will be packing the trip, but I do think in three because Stanford plays a game like I just said, where mm-hmm. they will jump, they'll just wake up and be like, "Oh wait, we got to play," you yeah. know, an elimination game. I don't know, maybe they just like playing under elimination, like that pressure. I don't know I, why. I don't know. Maybe it's just some teams like pressure more than others. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer to play with a lead than putting yeah, all too. my chips in yeah. every time. Um, 
But hey, do what you got to do. All right, so we'll move on now to the Baton Rouge Legion, Baton Rouge region. Yeah, where we will have our first, where we have one of two uh, SEC Super Regional, where mm. LSU and Kentucky will face off. That will be. I guess I should have been saying the game times because I have the ESPN app pulled up. So uh, actually, none of the games we got to play are on Friday. Huh. So <laughs> Alabama. I'll just right before we'll start. Alabama yeah. Wake Forest. They'll kick it off on at noon Eastern game one on Saturday. And then we only have a <coughs> excuse me. There's only four games on Friday for Supers. And Who's then uh, okay. so we got Duke, Virginia. Okay. So we have the one ACC matchup and then TCU, Indiana State, South Carolina, Florida, Oral Roberts, Oregon. So mm-hmm. um we got and then Stanford, Texas will kick off at six o'clock on Saturday. LSU, Kentucky game one will be at three o'clock. All right, so the bat or the LSU Tigers will be hosting the Kentucky Wildcats. LSU mm-hmm. zoomed and soared right through the regional, uh, yeah. led by you know the big names, Paul Skeen's complete game against Tulane. Um, which really helped him out. Ian, then they yeah. had like the big rain. There was a big, wow, the weather down there also kind of helped yep. him because pitching in these regionals, if you, if you can, if your starters can go a long way and just dominate and you can preserve mm-hmm. your bullpen and it plays such a huge role. And I think that helped him yeah. out a lot too, because when you have Paul Skeens go out and throw a complete game in the first game and take care of business, now you have your entire mm-hmm. rotation and bullpen fresh, ready to go going forward and then they got another day because they i think their game got pushed back so it really ended up helping out right there um i think again you have it's the bot playing down at alex box stadium is one of the harbor places to play um that place mm-hmm. is going to be rolling i think it's too much lsu i think lsu and two yeah. i think schemes yeah. is going to start game one dominate how he always does and mm-hmm. then uh they, i forget their other guys they'll throw I mean, they have two other guys more than capable of starting. Yeah. Um, and then you got guys like Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, Tommy Tanks, Tommy White. Um, yeah. All, they have so many weapons. Um, I think Kentucky showed re- good resilience, though, bouncing back after the Indiana mm-hmm. uh, upset. But um, too many t- too much Tigers, Dylan. Too much. Yeah. You know, I, I also had LSU in two games. I, yeah, I the biggest thing to me is – their lineup is just so good. Yeah. Like it feels like everybody in that lineup can hit. Yeah. Everybody in that lineup is a you know, as a pitcher, you gotta be ready. You you know what I mean? You can't you can't pick guys to pitch to and pick guys not to pitch to. You no. just it's a it's it's a pitch it's a pitcher's nightmare. So I one hundred percent think LSU's gonna win in two games, and I think they might be my favorite as of now to go all the way. Yeah. Um, trying to, yeah, Ty Floyd is another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have their whole roster. Report. Thatcher Hurd. Um, those are the three big guys yeah. right there. Um, as a team, they're hitting three fourteen as a team right now. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> you can't really get much better than that as a whole team, right? Their team ERA is four six four, but they're holding opponents to a two twenty seven average. Yeah. Um, thirty-one and seven at home. LSU is where they're twelve and five away, three and three in neutral. That's really says it all right there. 
Yeah, and they, this is a regional uh, at home too, so they're going to have a massive advantage against Kentucky here. Yeah, oh yeah. I think too much Tigers. Too um, much Dylan Cruz, man. That guy That guy is going to be – Future Pittsburgh Pirate. You can see it now, guys. The light. He'll help us <laughs> not lose two out of three to Oakland. <laughs> you just got to get ready. Dill, when you have what? Reynolds, <laughs> Reynolds, Cruz, Key Brian Hayes, Cruz, back-to-back Cruz missiles. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just wait for that call. Question Cruz. is, which, who's the odd man out in that roster, right? Austin Hedges. His, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sawinski, Reynolds. Sawinski. And so the, Cruz in the outfield. That's pretty well, good. Yeah, well, then you still have Tupika uh, Arcano. Mm-hmm. Uh, G1 Bay, yeah. Connor, Connor Joe. Connor Joe can play infield too. Yeah, he's been playing a lot more second base as of late. Yeah. Um, they've been having Marcano at short because of Cruz's hurt. Uh, but I think ideally you'd like – I know we're getting way off topic, but talk about Pittsburgh Pirate Baseball. But, you know, ideally you'd like Key Brian Hayes yeah. at third. Eventually Henry Davis is going to be at the catcher. Andy Rodriguez will be up mm-hmm. soon. Um, you'll have Cruz at short. would assume probably Joe at second. Yeah. Um, and then at first – right now they got Carlos Santana, who's not a bad guy. Um, yeah. Then you have, you know – You'll probably have Sawinski, Reynolds, and Cruz. And I would a, think in the outfield, a perfect right? world. Um, but you know, it's gonna be a long. That's a long way down the road, depending on how long they keep. If they draft Cruz, I would not be. I would not be upset if it's a Cruz, Langford, mm-hmm. Paul Skeens. You know, we could always use. They might. Arm. Yeah, I would say they probably would actually go for a pitcher. Really, mm, I no. I think Cruz is just too much. That's what I would think, but if, if you're out, because I, I also, we're getting really off topic here, but um, I think O'Neill Cruz will eventually get moved to the outfield. I don't see, I don't think that. His, I, it's just his size at shortstop. But he's I think so it's too prone to injury. He's just going to be prone to injury. I see, I don't think that. Here, one second. I got to look. No, you're good. You're good. See, that's where I think you're yeah. wrong because he's so athletic mm-hmm. that why not keep him there? I, I if just anything, I could see them moving him to third. Uh, th- you got to keep Brian Hayes at third. I see. Keeper Hayes is actually like, one of the best third basemen in the league. Exactly. He's like a platinum glove third baseman. You know what I mean? I see. I just I don't mind Cruz at short because he's so long and mm-hmm. lengthy and athletic that he's able to cover up and get to a ball fast. Yeah. I mean, you're six seven. You can move like that. Why not? That's the only thing because he's not built like Aaron Judge, where Aaron no. Judge is, has to go out in the outfield, really. Yeah. Otherwise, the DH and like he's skinnier frame, I, but still just an absolute. I unit. just think he's he's gonna be in a situation similar to like Tatis, right? Where he has all the talent in the world to play shortstop. Well, Tatis but actually he, led the league in errors, but you know that's a different but, story. But, but I get what you're saying. Got, yeah. No, it's just. With the arm and stuff, moving him to right field might be more beneficial yeah. to his play, and he'll be able to rack up more numbers there. And I think it would help him more long term if he could focus less on his problems, possibly with defense, and focus on hitting because he's got to bring down that strikeout rate. Anyways, let's get back to college baseball. 
That I would agree with. We'll see how he is when he comes back. Mm-hmm. He should be back, I think, by late July. So that's what they're saying. Yeah, late July, right after the All Star break. He's in a walking boot right now, which is hey, love to see love that. To see it. Love to see it. Uh, all right, so we're going to move on now to the Hattiesburg Regional, where the Mississippi Southern Mississippi yep. Golden Eagles, Southern Miss Golden Eagles, will take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Southern Miss gets the nod to host. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I watched actually. I think I watched this Southern Miss team and this Auburn Regional more than anything else mm-hmm. this weekend. Them and probably Florida. Okay. Um. Uh, and I Southern Miss just they. All of it, and when you think they're down, they were down four runs in the game two of mm-hmm. this regional final. They were down five to one. Yeah. And you just when you think they're down, they are not. They I mean they explode and just burst. I'm trying to pull up that game. Um I mean it was crazy. I was like, holy cow, they, they were down five one. Here it is. They won. So they were down five to one going into the bottom of the fourth. They score four runs and tie it. They ended up stranding the runner. They had the bases loaded with one out, and they rolled it to a double play to end the mm-hmm. inning to pen to get out of it. They so they tied it up, and then three more runs in the sixth. They gave up two in the seventh, but another three in the eighth. The night before, they were it was three two going into the ninth against Penn. They were up one. Yeah. Explode for what was it? Was uh, no, it, they uh, they were up two to one. I think. Yeah. Is it two to one? Let me see. And so when you're talking about on the fourth? Uh yes. Yeah, they yeah, were up they were, two they were up they were up two one going to the top of the ninth explode for eight runs. I mean mm-hmm. crazy. They won eleven two that game. This team's never out of it. The bats are alive. And again, when you that's so big, getting to play at home instead of on the road. Yeah. Cause I think it's a tough break for either team if whoever had to go on the road and especially in this matchup. Um, but I, t- I think the being at home is their pitching. They're pitching. I think the bats have got to stay going because I think that Tennessee's going to pounce on this pitching that they have. But I like Southern Miss in three games. Southern, Southern Miss, Miss in three games. I like okay. the Golden Eagles in three. They play uh, Saturday at three three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Very respectable. I do disagree with you, though. Kind of hard. I say Tennessee in two games. Okay. Simply because I am 100% on the Tennessee train right now. That, That's um, disgusting. That is despicable. <laughs> to be fair, I was on the Tennessee train last week when we were talking about the regionals. I said they were going to win the regional over Clemson. True, and true. Not to not to toot my own horn. I was correct. They did beat Clemson. But um, I just think tennessee is on a roll and when you get sometimes when you get especially in baseball you get a team that's in a a rhythm that's on a roll that just can continue to win games it's very hard to beat them especially when you're like a tennessee and you have the talent you've always had the talent it's been little problems being able to do it consistently and now that they're on a consistent roll yeah i think they're gonna win this not to say anything wrong with southern miss i do think they're a good team i just think I'm looking at Tennessee, and I'm like, that's a yeah. good baseball team. That is a good baseball team. It's just – it worries me. I'm going to try to pull mm-hmm. the stat here when it loads. Um, here we go. It just worries me that on the road this year, they're 5-12. and 12. 
Yeah. At home, they're 33 and five. That worries me because, and to be honest, I mean, this regional, they got away from, they only had to play Clemson once. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nothing against them. But I mean, you get stuck, you get to play Charlotte twice. Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything like, about that. It's not, you can't do anything fault. about it. And like I said, it's not their fault, yeah. but I mean, so you don't really get tested a whole lot. And again, nothing mm-hmm. on them. I mean, kudos to them going undefeated through the regional, but five and 12 yeah. is not a good stat you want to have going on, especially with, that just says that on the, just says that you're not good at home or yeah. when you're not at home on the road, not very good. And that, yeah. that would worry me some if I was a Tennessee fan. And I think that's mm-hmm. why if you see like it on Twitter and stuff, they're not happy about it because they probably know back in the head. They're like, geez, like we got to go now on the road in a hostile yeah. crowd for a best of three. And that's not good. So mm-hmm. like it's a team that quite frankly is rolling just as much as they are. So, um, We'll have to keep an eye on this one because I feel yeah, Southern no, I Miss wins. When Southern Miss wins, Dylan, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> You're going to be sorry. So Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go Eagles. Right. Go Eagles. <laughs> um, all right. We'll move on now to the mm-hmm. Gainesville Regional on the other side of the bracket. Okay. Florida, okay. the number mm-hmm. two overall seed, will take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, rematch of earlier this year when South Carolina – swept the Gators. Yeah. Granted, it was in Columbia. Gamecocks now got to go to Florida for this best of three. Mm-hmm. This will be one of the four games that kicks off on Friday. Um, you know, South Carolina woke up this weekend, and yeah. if they can bring the bats into Gainesville, look out, because I think Florida – I think Florida, though, did a great job bouncing back. Mm-hmm. Showing their resiliency, the pitching came. The pitching got was the pitching. Honestly, for this weekend for the Gators was outstanding. I mean, even in the loss, they lost five four. The starter, I forget his name, but pitched pretty well. And so yeah. he only gave up like three. I think he only gave up three runs, which I mean, in college baseball, that's not a bad, not mm-hmm. bad at all. So I think this is gonna be a very good, very good series. I have yeah. Florida in three only because, you know, they're at home. But game one of this series is going to tell a lot about who's going to win this series, I think. And it'll be interesting yeah. who Florida starts. They started Caglione for game one of the regional. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting if they start him again for game one of this regional. Um, but I think if the Gators have their bullpen working like they did this past weekend, I think yeah. I think that gives them a little bit of a nod. Yeah. No, I agree. I had uh, Florida in three. The only thing that worries me is I was, you know, I was looking at the numbers. A lot of the experts think South Carolina is going to win in three, particularly because for how good this Florida team has been, they were They're, not dominant at all in conference. They went they, 20 and 10. Yes. I mean, they were co-SEC champs yeah. in the regular season, which means Jack mm-hmm. Diddley squat. So was West Virginia. Exactly. And they went one and two. Um, I do think South Carolina's bats – I think I would mm-hmm. rely if I was leaning more offensively, I would say yeah. South Carolina is going to mm-hmm. has the nod, but I think pitching yeah. overall, but let's, I mean, South Carolina's pitching staff is just as good. So I think this has a chance to be one of the best regionals supers. And it's a, it's a, it's kind of sucks that like, cause both these teams are so good that, um, that uh, only one of them gets to go to Omaha. Yeah. That's what I always try to watch when I'm watching, like especially the regionals and stuff. Like some of these matchups, some of these teams get just they get stuck with like where they're heading and stuff, who they're playing. 
it's like, man, like these both these teams could honestly be jockeying mm-hmm. for a spot in Omaha right now. But um, yeah, only, you know, only, there's only so many spots. Exactly, there's only that's, eight that's spots. Sad. Correct. I mean, like Stanford, Texas A&M, like yeah. both those teams are legit guys contenders. I, yeah, I agree with you absolutely. There, I think they both Tennessee Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. I mean, as bad as Tennessee is on the road, they're still a legit baseball club. Yeah. Um, but their inconsistencies are a little bit there too. But um, I think that if you can just find your rhythm late in the season like this, mm-hmm. you are as good have a good as as good of a shot as anybody. Yeah. You know. So I just I think if Florida's going to win this um, regional, right? They really got to rely on Wyatt Langford to have a crazy offensive and he weekend. Is, he had a great weekend. Yeah. Or great week. And I tell you what, though, if you're a Florida fan, you have got to love that BT Ryapel woke up, snapped his 0 for 15 regional streak hmm. on Monday with two homers. Um, Two homers. I think he had a single, too. But nevertheless, yeah. I mean, you've got to love that. Um. Trying to see, so I'm trying to find the old stat of Rooney's right now because you know we're all about digging into the stats. <laughs> we're all about the quiet numbers, everybody. Exactly, exactly. Come on, guys. Um, batting totals. I need totals. Um, mm. as a team, they're batting 294. Gosh, that's crazy. OPS of 945. Jeez, please. Um. Game by game, Texas Tech. I mean, they. I'm just. I just think the pitching was so good this week, and I think that's what overall takes advantage, takes the cake yeah. here. I mean, aside from the Texas Tech game, they only allowed the most runs they gave up. They had two shutouts, and the most runs they gave up were two. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to match back on. It's it really. I mean. South Carolina gave up a bunch of runs, but they were able to score yeah. a bunch. So I, this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. So how many games did you say, though? I said three. Okay, so you had three, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I'm just saying a lot of the experts, for some reason, are really pulling on South well, Carolina to win this. And I'm like, man, should I, my opinion be different? No, because a lot of experts also are idiots and like the, are like sheep that will just follow anybody. Yeah, so, that's fair. We're not sheep here. We're the black wolf, okay? That goes in and takes out the sheep. Okay? I think I think the I think the correct term is lone wolf. Well, same thing. A black, black lone wolf. wolf. Black lone wolf. That's pretty sweet. Again, like I mean, that's not bad. Camouflage at night takes them out one by one. <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll move on though. UVA, Duke, Charlottesville Regional. Mm-hmm. I got the hooves. Yeah. In two games. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I just think, again, it's just something, when you get home home field in these games, in these regionals, I mean, that's such mm-hmm. a big thing. AC uh, Virginia's been a legit team all year. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it stopping now. I mean, they Maybe. they kept the East Carolina team that I thought was going to win the regional in check the entire time. Yeah. Don't see it stopping now. Yeah, give me, no, I give me Virginia too. I thought the same thing. Um, you know, good season for the Blue Devils, but uh, it ends here. Yeah, and this is where it ends. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Oregon, Oral Roberts, the Ducks get out of the Nashville Regional and get to host 
So the game is going to be in Eugene. Mm-hmm. And I like the Ducks in two games. I think Oregon was able to go in, mm-hmm. take care of business in Vanderbilt. Um, and yet, I don't want to call it a break because Oral, I don't want to put any disrespect to Oral Roberts, but – oh, excuse me. When – because Oral Roberts, um, if you watch, they were down 8-1 yeah. to one to another Pac-12 team, Washington. Came back and won 13 to 10. So, not putting any disrespect towards Oral Roberts because they are they are a very good ball club. But yeah. give me Oregon. I think Duckies quack quack their way to Omaha. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I think Oregon's going to win, but I think three games because I do. I got to give Oral Roberts that respect. They mm-hmm. are they are a quality team. Mm-hmm. If you look at their numbers across the board, they've been great all year. Mm-hmm. They. I got to give them that respect. Yeah. The Ducks are better, though. Yeah. Plus, when you have the uniform advantage, I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to lose, right? <laughs> you can't lose when you got the check. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a cool stat. So, cool nugget here. So, one of the – Oregon, Oral Roberts, TCU, and Indiana State. Yep. Uh, all four of those teams – will be going to Omaha. One of those four teams was going to go. Mm-hmm. Or TCU, who's actually been there. So, Oral Roberts, Oregon, and Indiana State. I couldn't even tell you the last time either. All three of those teams went to Omaha. So, could be cool to see one of those three teams. Has Oral Roberts ever been to Omaha? I wouldn't think so. Maybe once. If that, I don't even know. I'd have to look that up. I'll take a peek for you right now. Okay. All right, so... We'll move on, though, to the our final Super Regional, where Fort Worth, where Indiana State and TCU will... Uh, 1978. That was... 45 years ago, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So, TCU and Indiana State will kick it off. It'll be the final <laughs> regional, I guess, since we're going in that order. But they'll kick it off on Saturday... Friday, excuse me. At five o'clock, Indiana State is the host, technically the host team. Yeah, but they're in Fort Worth and TCU because of some issues, apparently, with scheduling and getting enough workers and availability where people were able to, you know, stay and all that for Indiana mm-hmm. and Sycamore. Yeah, or Terra Howe, excuse me. They're they're the Sycamores as a school. That's the yeah, name. yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, Tough break for Indiana State. Well, that place was mm-hmm. had a great environment for yeah. the regionals. Um, but you said earlier you think that they're just the administration didn't think they were going to win. Yeah, they caught them off guard. Some, I mean, they went undefeated. Yeah, no, that's what. It's just one of those situations where I've never heard of this happening before. And they weren't even like a sixteen; they were a no. They, 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 but they hosted a regional. They, you know, they did what they did all season. They, they won baseball games. So they get the reward of getting to host another one, and the school was like, "Oh, we we didn't think you guys were gonna do this. Um, we don't Sorry, have staff. <laughs> we don't have the ah, staff for this." Hate to see it. So our entire I, <laughs> our entire grounds crew planned family vacations for this weekend, so we can't. Yeah, no, no, nobody's on staff. Everybody went home. What do you mean? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> but I think this is this is gonna kill Indiana State. Although it could rejuvenize them because now they don't have to worry about now you go on the road, you just mm-hmm. have strictly business now. It's like a business trip. So yeah. Could be a little lit up fire under the old booty hole for the old sycamores. 
I just think with TCU getting to play in um, Arkansas, right? They got to play pretty close. Yeah. But, you know, they, they did great. They won that. They won. They put up crazy numbers in that game against um, Arkansas. And then they just get to go home, sit down and relax. While yeah. Indiana State has to freak out about their situation. Players, families don't know where they're playing. I think it it's going to be more of a mental toll on them. Yeah. And I think TCU takes advantage of wins. I think TCU is just this late season renaissance is what we were seeing. Mm-hmm. And um, what they did in Arkansas and in, in Arkansas is all I need to know that they'll win in three games. Yeah. No, do not take this Sycamore team in from Indiana State lightly because mm-hmm. I they took care of a great Iowa team. Didn't ever play the North Carolina, North Carolina, but I don't even think North yeah. Carolina was going to beat them. Don't – I – Look out. I think that's why it goes three games. But getting to play at home instead of on the road, I think, is a difference maker. Yeah. And so give me the Horn Frogs who are rolling right now. Yeah. All right. Great year for that school. Great year. Well, bad ending, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't even expected to win the conference. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Stepping on the frog. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, Bulldogs aren't that big. Come on. 65 Come to on. 7 says otherwise. So, you know. <laughs> uh, go, dogs. This is why we love the show. Go, dogs. Off topic. <laughs> Off topic here as a. Okay. You know, yep. Does it. Random question for you. Does it ever bother you when you're driving and you see a car in front of you or whatever and they just have a sticker or a license plate or whatever of like you're like an opposing team that you just yeah. can't stand. Do you ever just get annoyed by that? All the time. I get especially, so annoyed. Especially and I just want to get past them and get right in front of them and just know that I'm the best. I The worst, I hate it because um, does your truck have like a UGA sticker on it? I got – we got actually we have two national title mm-hmm. stickers on one side and a UGA yeah. sticker on the other side, smaller ones but noticeable. And we got the UA, yeah. UGA license plate frame on the back. Nice. But I can't stand when I see a Florida license plate or like Alabama. I see a lot down here. Seen some Tennessee oh. ones. Yeah. Just can't stand. It just gives me like no. a rash. <laughs> no, I yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. I hate when I see. There's a combination of ones I hate. Right. I hate the Florida ones because for some reason Florida fans often Suck not, to lump, not to lump them all together, but they got no like um, comprehension of what looks good on the back of a car, right? Or they're so, all like, these fancy like SUVs. Yeah, no, but they're you get a lot of SUVs where they take like a Gator sticker and they just place it over the back window like sideways. Like, what is that? There's that this ugly, disgusting. ugly, ugly Jeep mm-hmm. that is just. This, it's like a Florida themed Jeep and has like orange <laughs> yeah, rims, yeah. blue, a blue about. Jeep. It has like orange finger handprints <laughs> yeah. and just Florida stickers everywhere. And it makes me just want to bark. Yeah. I hate, I hate those. I, and I, you don't see it as much, but the only Miami stuff I see in this town is I see all the time. There's this like BMW and yeah. it has, you know, like the little guy peeing. Yeah, there's a guy peeing on the Florida State logo oh, with a man. U on it, and I'm I'm like, what is that? <laughs> he really, he's got like a New York Yankees license plate too, so it's like a double like, classic Miami wow. guy. <laughs> he's probably a Cowboys fan too. Maybe. 
I mean, let's be real here. I mean, if, that's like the that's like the classic combo, right? They're like, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Like I love the New York Yankees, the Miami Hurricanes, the Dallas Cowboys, the Lakers, and let's get some Montreal Canadiens in there. You froze on me. Uh oh, are we back? Froze on me there for a second. Yeah, I was changing my Wi-Fi because you know I was for some mm -hmm. reason my internet connected me to the old Wi-Fi. It was a little slow, but we're back. Weird. <laughs> That's what we do here on this yeah. podcast. One team, one dream, overcome yeah. adversity. I think that deserves a round of applause right there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. If you're watching on YouTube, you just – what a moment right there, the 52-minute yeah. mark. Well, right. Not what you guys were probably expecting either. Came probably out of not. nowhere. Probably not. <laughs> All right, we'll move on now yep. to conference championship winners and runner-up. Back over to college football. How, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, – as we've kind of been doing the last couple of weeks, you know, we're just slowly inching our way, crawling our way to the start of college football. We are under under ninety days now, yeah, I think, or close. Um, we're pretty close. Well, because we're a week ahead of NFL, and the NFL is like at ninety something or low nineties, so we're in the eighties. Yeah. So. Um, which you love to see. Second of Absolutely. all, so we'll just be doing another list here. Predictions, you know, what we love to see. So this week we're going to be doing our power five, who we think. 79 days, gonna, by the way. 79 many, days. 79, 79. Under 80. Yep. Yep. Um, what we're talking about. That's what we love to see. So we're, this week we're going to be doing our power five conference championship winners and runner up mm -hmm. predictions. And, uh, yeah. So, Dylan, which uh, conference do you want to start? Oh, let's start with the SEC. You know, your boys. Holy cow. Excuse me. All right. Uh, <laughs> sounds good to me. All right. So, okay. I'll just do the winner and runner-up, yep. and then you'll do yours. Exactly. All right. So, my winner of the SEC, I think, is Georgia. Um, I think their schedule sets up really nice. I think they'll win the East by a landslide. Um I think Carson's back is as good as advertised. I think he's mm – -hmm. they're really their only tough hiccup is going to be that late game in Tennessee where they'll go to Knoxville. But the last three times they've gone to Knoxville, they've only given up a combined – what was the score? Uh, they've only allowed up – I think the most points they allowed was 17, something mm -hmm. like that. So – not not worried at all. I included one 2017 when we went uh, when uh, they had their like checkered game against us. Yeah, and we won 41 enough. So they'll probably do the checkered game against you guys, or too, it'll be like the solid orange. Um, yep, I'm not worried. Like I said, mm -hmm. not worried at all. Those fans can can just go sing Rocky Top from the top of their lungs and go fishing in the dark for all I care. But they ain't. <laughs> Not scared about it. Um, so I really don't see any real major bump because you get those – you get Kentucky at home. You get Missouri at home this year. We get mm – -hmm. I mean, you go to Vanderbilt, which is nothing. Auburn is an early season one where it could be – Jordan-Hare is always a weird place to play. Yeah. Um, you get South Carolina at home. 
I think Georgia rolls into the SEC title game, and I think they will be playing and beating the LSU Tigers. Okay. Yeah. I no. Think, I think I, LSU. I think yeah. LSU is going to win the West. Um, their only game they really they go to Bama, mm-hmm. um, which they haven't really had much success with since. Well, I mean they won in nineteen, but other than that, um, second year now with Jaden Daniels and Brian Kelly. Yeah. Um, I think anything less than 10 wins for them is a bad thing. It's an absolute failure, in my opinion. They're over-under, I think, is at 9.5 right now, though. I, I think that you have to win at least 10. If you yeah. win less than 10 games, you're taking a step back from last year. Yeah. I think it's New Year's 6 for a team like this mm-hmm. or bust. Yep. So, right. yeah, I, I had the exact same as you, primarily okay. because I think UGA, even if uh, Beck isn't as good as advertised, they're still head and shoulders better yeah. than everybody else in the East. It is yeah. the SEC in general. Um, so I don't really think there's any argument for anybody outside of Georgia coming out of the East this year. But um, no. when it comes to the West, I think it's a two-man race between Bama and LSU. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that Bama doesn't really have a clear number one quarterback yet. I think and- it'll be Buckner. Yeah, we think, but we don't know. True, and problem. even this, I'm not, I'm not like shivering in my boots yeah. from Tyler he's, Buckner. Exactly, he's a We're good quarterback. Another... He's good, but he's not. Yeah, something I should be losing sleep over. This is not another Tua Tungavailoa, right? This is not a superstar, a Mac, as far as we can tell. Uh, or Mac Jones, or they just Bama, don't have Jalen the Hurts. weapons. They don't have the weapons on the outside, as we mm-hmm. were, were accustomed yeah. to seeing. And they're going to be more of a ground and pound physical team this year, mm-hmm. but I just think that LSU's I, ahead. I think LSU's a little yeah. bit better. No, I absolutely agree with you. And I think personally, I think LSU halfway through the season is going to end up switching over to uh, is it is it Nutmeyer? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, yeah, Gutmeyer. Or, uh, oh, yes, I think it's yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Um, but I think they're going to end up switching to him, just because. Uh, Newsmeyer, Newsmeyer, Garrett Newsmeyer. Yes, Newsmeyer. I think it is, yeah. I think he'll eventually take the job. Only because I think there's more possibilities with the offense with him in it. He is a better than Jalen Daniels. I think I he mean, just has a much better arm. I think even if he's only a freshman last year, I mean, even yep. if he sits this again this year, mm-hmm. I bet you did they they didn't register. They registered him. They, yeah, did. they did. So he mm-hmm. has another year of eligibility. Why yeah. not? If, unless Jaden Daniels struggles, I don't see him leaving, getting out of the starting role. Mm-hmm. So I, I only think they might drop an early game this year. Like I think they might lose the game to Florida State, and go, we got to make a change or we're done. You know what I mean? Just a well, I think change. it depends on how the game goes. I think yeah. if it's a shellacking, that's mm-hmm. one thing, and he has a horrible game. But if it's Neck and neck down the wire, just two good defenses playing, two good offenses mm-hmm. playing. I mean, that's one. That's that's a different story. I think you just got to stick with it. Um, but I do think Nussmeyer is a better quarterback than Daniels. But Daniels has obviously he's already been named a starter. You know, I think he had Brian Kelly trusts him with the offense. No, I agree with you there. Yeah, more. Um, and because honestly, if they're if he didn't trust if he I feel like if he didn't give have like a hundred percent trust in him, there would it still be a QB competition going on? But mm-hmm. there isn't. I think it's Ellis, it's 
Daniel's team to, team not to lead. It's his job to lose. In yeah. His, in a sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, UGA over LSU. We both like. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. I guess we'll move to ACC. We'll move to ACC. I have the Clemson Tigers winning it again, mm-hmm. and Florida State as the runner-up with the no divisions. Two things. Okay. North Carolina is a sneaky other team I had just outside, or Miami, but uh, Clemson FSU is my. Yeah. And I really, it's yeah. because Clemson or Clemson's just they've been the kings of the ACC for like a decade now, and it just. Until otherwise, until somebody shows me otherwise, and some other team steps up and beats them in an ACC title game, mm-hmm. what else am I supposed to say? You know, you know, it feels like we yeah. play the story where like maybe this is the year. You know, Duke's Duke was or North Carolina was really good going in. Miami yeah. was awesome that one year. Uh, it would just suck because you know the coastal was so bad, mm-hmm. or was it the Atlantic? Coastal, yeah. Coastal was so bad, you know. I mean, the best team out of there was Pitt, Wake Forest, and Miami or North Carolina. Yeah, but like none of those teams are ever going to. Miami was also in it, but like none of those teams are ever going to stack up to them, to no. Clemson or Florida State. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's really the only reason. I do. I think Florida State has a legit shot to be in the playoff. Yes, but I also mm-hmm. think Clemson has K. Clubbick now in a full off season with uh with uh what's the uh, OC uh. Riley, what's his first name? Uh, Garrett Riley. Um, yeah, Garrett Riley, who is going to get, I think, a new taste in what offense should be like. So, give me the Tigers winning this. Uh, Sorry. What? Oh, you're all good. I just thought, yeah, give me the Tigers yeah. over the rise. No, that's fair. Um, I still, obviously, I have bias here. I do think Florida State going into this year, I think they can make that jump. I'll be at that game against LSU in, um, in Death Valley Junior later this year. You mean but, Clemson? Um, yeah, Clemson. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you going to the LSU game? Oh, no, I'm going to the Clemson game. I don't know what I was thinking. But I, I might. It depends on how cheap the tickets are because I'm I got – I'm sure you can find cheap tickets. Use game yeah, time. Yeah, and I got we – got, we got to get that code. Code Knowles <laughs> and Dogs. <laughs> Save twenty percent at checkout. <laughs> On your so, first purchase. Um, so, but um, I got friends in Orlando, so I'd be able to stay and go. But, anyways, I think they can make that jump because I think they have the weapons. I think um, Norvell has proven this past year and his time at Memphis that he is a good enough coach that he can get the best out of some guys who. May not have been there. And I think some of their transfers they got were going to make a massive difference. Like getting, I haven't heard too much talk about it, but getting Ventral Cypress from Virginia is such got, a massive pickup. Jaheim Bell, I know, yep. from South Carolina. From you South got Carolina, Keon, too. Keon Coleman. Yep. Um, listen, I mean, I do think Florida State has a really good shot. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that, again, until other people yeah. otherwise. And I do think just. It just adds to the how much bigger of a game that Clemson game is going to be at the end of September. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see a lot of what Florida State's all about when they have LSU the opening night or yep. opening weekend. Sunday that's night. Gonna, that's going to be a big game or a big mm-hmm. telling tale of who, what they these teams are. Yeah. Like, granted, it's the first game, but you know, it's 
says a lot oh, about you yeah, you gotta show up deal. ready to go. And then you're gonna see really how you two how you really stack up against you know Clemson mm-hmm. when you go to Clemson. So it's gonna be a ranked top fifteen matchup to start the season like that. Hopefully. I think it will be. Yeah. Because we finished twelfth, they finished what eight, fourteen, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, something like that. So I think both teams will end up starting the season within that top 15. Mm. So I think LSU will be a little bit higher, but still. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the Big Ten, where Mm -hmm. I, and call me crazy here, this is my big one. I know I've said this. I've been high on this team, I think, going in. I think Wisconsin wins the Big Ten this year. And they, Whoa. and I think they win the Big Ten, oh and I think God. Michigan is the runner-up. Give me all the Badger stock. I want it all. I think so. Luke Fickle is – I'm telling you what he did in Cincinnati. You don't just do that at a group of five school and turn around and take it to the playoff and a four-team playoff. I mean, mm. he – the way he sustained success, oh my God, I can't speak. I just am telling you, there's something in the water up in Madison. They got rid of that ancient civilization that was Paul Crisp, <laughs> and they brought in a new fresh mind and uh, Luke Fickle. You bring in a new QB. You get rid of Graham Mertz. You ship him down to Gainesville. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, you get it. You bring Tanner Mordecai, who mm-hmm. averages like it seems like five thousand yards easy every yeah. year. You keep Braylon Allen, who was rumored to transfer. You keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, you got. Yeah, I'm sure they their defense is always going to be good. Luke Fickle's really known for his defense too. So like, yep. I'm telling you, I'm. I think Wisconsin being in the West takes care of business. Mm-hmm. And, but I do think Michigan takes care of Ohio State again this year yeah, and me too. gets over, avoids Penn State, who I think is chipping at, gnawing at their tail the entire year. But I just, yeah. I still don't believe in J.J. McCarthy as much mm-hmm. as people do. Um, I know Harbaugh's been recruiting really well, and they got probably another great team ahead of them. They got Quorum uh, uh, coming back with uh, – who's the other guy? Oh. Um. I don't remember. <laughs> I feel bad right now. Wow. They have both backs coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be a good team, but I just think, uh, I, I don't know. I just get something about Wisconsin. I was talking to a Wisconsin fan today at work. They think the same. They're mm-hmm. hoping they got their hopes are high. And so are mine. Let's go Badgers. Go Badgers. Shout well, out big cat. Barstool, you know, being the big Badger <laughs> fan. He is rolling the Badgers. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by saying I think you're not that crazy. I I, I had Wisconsin. Call me as my crazy. You know, call I, me crazy. I, I, Do I'm it. I'm not gonna call you crazy. Because when we look back from now in, yeah. in December, when mm-hmm. I'm a genius, when they're not, when they, or when we go in December, when Minnesota's yeah. playing in the Big Ten title game, call me a nut, uh, just a big old dum dum. Either way. So. <laughs> I think I think Michigan wins the Big Ten again, just because okay. even even with JJ McCarthy, I do agree with you being a little bit underwhelming. I still think they're just all around good, right? 
Like, I don't think they have – outside of him, I don't think they have another weakness on that team. So I think they still win. I did have Wisconsin as a runner-up, but my only real bold prediction for the Big Ten is that Penn State-Michigan will be a closer game than Ohio State-Michigan, and Michigan beats Ohio State again. You said Michigan-Penn State will be a better game? Closer game, yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. One second. No, you're good. Okay. All right. So let's move on. We'll move on to the Big 12 now, where I think Kansas State wins it. Mm. I think they get they well they would be back to back champs. How yeah. often do we see that? And which never yeah. happens in the Big 12. Never in the so Big 12. this is probably a horrible pick. Um, for all my money is it's going to be UCF winning it. So yeah. Uh, I, I think, thought about it. I thought about that. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I got Texas as the runner up though. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Texas takes does one last kumbaya run through the Big Twelve before shipping off to the SEC. Yeah. But I just think Kansas State they got um, oh crap what's his name coming back their quarterback. Oh oh hold on I got you I got look you look at him. um look at them up and then their coach up who or uh, Chris Kleiman is their coach. So um. Kansas State's quarterback Adrian Martinez. No, gone, not him. Not him. But they got a transfer from Minnesota, Jacob Kunt. No, who's the no, they have a returning quarterback. Jake Rubley. No. Parker Kavanaugh, Avery Johnson. No. Or Adra Lara. No. Those are the quarterbacks on their roster right now. No, or not. Will Howard. There it is. Will Howard. Why was he not on the names there? That makes no sense. So I Will Howard was the best quarterback in their and that roster mm-hmm. last year, and it only took Adrian Martinez getting hurt to see that. Um, completely changed that. Made their offense way more explosive, it seemed like. Yeah. And um, this will be the first year without Deuce Vaughn, who felt like was there for 15 years. <laughs> um, he's gone now to the NFL, but I still think Chris Kleiman, who's one of the be- one of the better upcoming coaches, I think, in the, le- in the college football Um I think has another good year, another good squad, and I, the can who the Big Twelve is always just spin the wheel and guess yeah. who's going to win, but um, I think they take get it done again. I, can, I think they have I a can, good year. If not winning it, I think they're at least in the Big Twelve title game. Mm-hmm. Texas has a very good team this year again, but yeah. do they live up to expectations? No, but I do think that they're able to get into the title game. I think that's like a 50-50 game if that was yeah. a Vegas line right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had Texas winning the Big 12. Okay. For um, they With Sarkeesian last year in the Big 12, I think they finally get to over that hump. I don't think it's going to be a dominant season by Texas, but more a the Big 12 is the Big 12, and they squeak their way to the top, and <laughs> they sit as champs with 10 wins. Yeah. But I had my runner-up as Oklahoma State. Okay. Only because with the amount of um, movement going on in the Big 12 with the teams being added, I think we're going to see some drop-off by a couple teams. Like TCU, I think they're going to fall back to earth. Um, 
Kansas State is a, a toss-up, but with them winning last year, I kind of have a feeling they're going to be kind of a little bit down, especially a after down that. spot. Yeah, especially after that game against Alabama where they looked abysmal for most of it. Yeah. But um, so I had Texas winning and my runner-up is Oklahoma State. But I won't lie to you. I sat there for a minute thinking about putting Cincinnati as my runner-up just because nice. I was like, they have a nice roster. I was thinking about UCF. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, I was thinking about I was like, you know what? First year in a conference, you always see that weird kind of situation where a team jumps up in Missouri in their first year in the SEC, uh, won the East. Like, what? Yeah. Just kind of it's like just... – it's like that surprise team. Yeah. It's almost like the um, like the NCAA tournament basketball when you always see those upsets because you just mm. never you haven't prepared for no something idea like it about the team, yeah. No. Um, so we'll move on now to our final pack or Power Five, the conference Pack Twelve. Yep. Where I think Washington wins it. I think Michael Penix and gang mm-hmm. get it done this year, and I have the runner up as the Oregon Ducks. I think this is a great. It is. I think that. I don't even know their schedule is this year, but um, I like Washington. No, I'm gonna look mm-hmm. it up while you're. So I'll tell you right now, my runner-up is also Washington, but uh, my winner is uh, or my runner-up is Oregon. Sorry. Yeah. My runner-up is also Oregon, but my winner is USC, just because I think. They're gonna be great again. Yeah. At least offensively. And I let yeah. With the second year of you know Riley being there and the system more or less being understood by everybody in the building there, it being you know, a culture being set, I do think because they went to the Pac 12 championship last year. You know what I mean? His first yeah. year as a head coach, they went to the Pac 12 championship, which was to be more fair, than people expected, they didn't have to, didn't. but they didn't have to play. Mm-hmm. They only had to play their biggest game was Utah and they lost. Yeah, fought twice, and mm-hmm. they, other than that, they played UCLA, who they always play, and Oregon State was the, um, yeah, Wisconsin or Washington goes through starts of year Tulsa, Boise, uh, yeah. Boise State, Tulsa. They go to East Lansing though for Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Cal at home. They go to Arizona, which would be a sneaky game right there. Mm-hmm. Pac-12 after dark. You never know. They get Oregon at home, though. They get they stay at home against Arizona State, go to Stanford. They go to USC, but, that's ne- again, that's not really an intimidating yeah. atmosphere. Um, they get Wa- Utah at home, though, which is a big-time thing, and they go to Oregon State and get Washington State at home. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just – I think I'm – Big on Washington again, or this year, yeah. I think Michael Penix, who just had like a, I don't even know how you would call it, just like, mm-hmm. like revived his entire college career after transferring <laughs> out of Indiana, <laughs> just came alive, and I don't know, give me the Huskies. But as far as Oregon goes, I'm only putting it because I think Bo Nix played well mm-hmm. down the stretch. Um, they don't have to start the year against Georgia like they did last year. Yeah, I mean, other than that game, they played. Hey, Bo Nix played really well last year. I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he had a really good year. They had the I mean, one slip up where they just against Washington. Yep. Where they kind of screwed themselves over, and then the Oregon State game, which screwed them out of the Pac-12 title game. So they're right there last year. I think Dan Lanning has a great team this year, and I yeah. see them taking care of it. 
I think I think they I agree with you that they're going to go to the Pac-12 championship. I just think USC because of how good their offense can be. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to end up blowing out a lot of teams this year. Mm-hmm. Or at least putting up so many points the other team physically cannot come back. Yeah. But the problem so is their I, defense is so bad and yeah. it probably will be again. Mm-hmm. That you never know. Exactly. You never know. But I, I I would roll the dice with US, USC personally. Obviously, I mean they're probably just because yeah. you got Williams and you got all the yeah. other weapons. I mean, why not? Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I Pac-12 great conference this year. My mm-hmm. I think no, I we think have, so too. What it seems on paper right now. Mm-hmm. All right. We will move on to one last quick topic before three questions. Mm-hmm. Pretty much to talk about quick thoughts on. Um, Another delay in the ESPN or EA college NCAA 24 football game. Yep. Um, this time we got players. We got some people thinking that apparently um, some people believe that athletes, the football players should be getting uh, in the game should be getting paid more than the $500. So what yeah. it is, is so I forget the exact number, but they about $5 million generated for all the players mm-hmm. split it out evenly. Each player is going to get about $500. Yeah. Um, but there's some people that think that, you know, bigger name players should be getting paid more. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so dumb. And I, I think, think I, yeah. I saw something. I absolutely agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. It's like, take the money and shut up, yeah. please. You're getting more in other NIL deals than you are in this. Yeah. I mean, I, it's. And I saw something, I don't know if it's 100% true or not. Mm hmm. Where um, EA just said that, like, if they're going to boycott and they don't want to be in the game, we'll just throw slab a different person over, like a yeah. default character. QB4. Yeah, we'll just get, yeah. we'll just exclude you from the game, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. Which I'm fine with. I don't care. I mean, half the time people are will download the rosters anyway. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, right? Like, most of the time, the roster is going to be downloaded and I think the majority of people are probably going to be playing so they can play um, connected franchise with people. Dynasty mode, yeah. Dynasty mode. Um, I I know, like, probably the cards will probably be popular again, which, if anything, if I'm a player, I go, hey, if I play really good this year, maybe because we could make NIL incentives, they'll sell cards of players, and you can earn money from that. And these team and these guys got to remember that they're not going to be in the game forever. I mean, yeah, you're in the game that game forever, but like four or five years from now, you're going to be in the NFL mm-hmm. or you'll be doing something else. Like you're not yeah. going to be in the game. You're not going to be in the game every single year. So like, take the money and shut up, please. <laughs> shut up, okay? Yeah. So it's just some of these bigger name people, like it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, mm-hmm. some other big time quarterbacks, like. We know that you should probably be getting paid more, but you're getting all this other crap from other NIL deals. Just let everyone else have some fun. Yeah. Because not everybody else is going to be getting as much money as you anyway. Mm-hmm. $500, take it and take it. Just just take the cover athlete role, Jake. Drag me. Just take that. You get paid extra for that anyways. Yeah. You don't need um, to be arguing about your $500. Yeah, someone t- co-tweeted and said... Uh, $500 is a lot considering that if I played the, in dy- the dynasty mode, they are no longer on the roster after four or five years. Yeah. 
Exactly. Someone, well, that's the thing. Exactly, right? The person, like a uh, person that's like headlining, like trying to boycott, said that this should not. They should not opt into it. It's just ridiculously low in the amount of money. Mm-hmm. Just. It's like how many how many kids are going to have to get money? Like twenty, almost twenty thousand, right? Something like that. It's like um, nineteen thousand people because mm-hmm. it's a hundred and something teams, and each team has however many players and every single person on those teams has to get paid. And I'm guessing they probably have to reach a, like a deal with like the coaches association too. And yeah, just a nightmare. Right. So, mm-hmm. but enough of that. Just give me the game. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Means it right. I just need this game. Just give me the game. We're going to move on to our final segment. As always, mm-hmm. we like to finish up with three questions. You know, the rules. Write down our three questions. Each of us asked. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't know. And if we feel like we want to answer it too, we'll answer it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, before we do, let's make sure that everyone knows that we are on Spotify, Amazon yep. Music. We're on yep. YouTube. Subscribe, yep. watch, listen, tell your friends, spread the word. We are on the road mm-hmm. to 50 subscribers. We need 50 subs. We are three away, guys. We're three away. It's let's get three moment. subs. Come on, guys. Yeah, drink a water before. All right. Yep. Dylan, actually, you know, I always start. Yes. Why don't you start? You start. Yeah, I'll start. All right. I will start my first question with the news of Lionel Messi coming to the United States to play for Miami in the MLS. How big of a deal is that to American sports that the biggest soccer player in the world would choose the USA over Europe? It's big time. Um, I saw something that said like uh, it was Inter Miami suspended yeah. or like stopped the sale of their tickets because obviously they want to drive them up because I saw <laughs> like you were getting tickets as low as like 30 to 45 bucks, but now they're like, they're mm-hmm. 300 bucks, 200, like yeah. 300, $350. Like it's amazing what one guy can do, but he's so, mm-hmm. he's just so, so talented and he's the best soccer player. One of the best of all time. Um, he yeah. finally got his world cup. Victory. I mean, you see, so you have an argument that he could be the greatest soccer player of all time. The greatest of all time. And uh, he's probably not going to play for much longer, but like, it's really cool. I, I guess to see that he's in contract Miami. Is, they were saying his contract, it's two years and then an option. Yeah. Um, so, but that's cool, cool to see. And uh, I won't ever be watching because I don't really watch soccer, but I, I doubt I'll watch either. But I mean, it's just a cool thing yeah, right it's a cool thing that probably the most famous athlete in the world would choose to play in the united states over returning back to europe or He's, he was offered a billion dollars by saudi arabia to play and he said no yeah so the same uh, thoughts on the stanley cup final to this point dylan with game three tonight nightly yeah. two up and what are your thoughts uh, the Golden Knights are a better team than the Florida Panthers. I think that's the yes. biggest thing to know from the game. I know you're going to do your little victory trot right now. No, but, no know. victory yet. No victory yet. <laughs> it is It is hockey, so it's definitely not over yet because if any sport has its complete turnarounds, it's hockey. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to see tonight before I make a final judgment, but if I was to say right now, it just feels like the, the Golden Knights are just – so much better than the Panthers. 
So here's my thoughts, and yeah. this is just aside from the plus twelve hundred awesome bet that I have my <laughs> futures bet that is looking yeah. great right now. Yeah, yeah. Getting serious though, the Panthers who bullied their just played this bullying like mm-hmm. tactic strategy. Yeah. To get through the Eastern Conference, what's was working like a charm. They're now mm-hmm. going up against a team that is equally as big, if not bigger in size. Yeah plays pretty much a similar game and doesn't care that you're doing that and will not doesn't retaliate doesn't start yeah and they like Florida's trying all they can to like just stir up crap and that's why I think you're seeing mm-hmm. more of these 10 minute minors if you've been watching especially late in the game after their blowouts like game two they yeah. were just tossing panther players left and right because all they're trying to do is just stir up stuff and the refs know that mm-hmm. and they're not having it and people are complaining yeah. that the refs are on the Knights. The Panthers are 0 for 7 on the power play through two games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Bobrovsky has not played well at all the last yeah. two games. We'll see how he does tonight at home. But if you're the Knights, you got to feel good going into game three, which really they've been a better road team. Um, mm-hmm. And if you think about who they've beaten, they took out Connor Hellebuck, who was a Vesna Trophy finalist. If you don't know hockey, that is one of the goaltender of the year yeah. finalists. Took him out, took out Jake Ottinger in the conference finals. Stuart Skinner in the second round of Edmonton. He was a rookie, mm-hmm. but a solid goalie. Yeah. They just don't care. And they're just, there's really no weakness on this team. And Aiden Hill's mm-hmm. playing out of his mind. It's a good, if you're a Knights fan, like a legit Knights fan, I mean, you got to be happy and feeling good going into game three. Yeah. I don't, well, I, ju- I, I just right. think that the series doesn't go past five games. I just That's don't. Fair. I just. I don't. think it might. I think it might get to six. I think it depends on tonight more than it, anything tonight. What even happens. if Florida loses or wins tonight, you still. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I don't think they'll take two both games. Yeah. I think the Knights win at least one of the two, which means they get to go back home, try to finish it off. That's all I. Th- I think the Knights have this series locked down right now. Okay. So, what is your second question? Um, you know the classic "This is Sports Center" ads, where it would feature famous athletes in the ESPN office. Mm-hmm. What would you say was your favorite? Well, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. There. Uh, yeah. I like the one where it was like the Kobe. Like they were asking like Kobe Bryant or whatever to um like how to deal with like the media. Oh, yeah. Him and Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, he was like, what do you say when I was like a back home? He's like, no, so BS calls a beep, beep, beep. And they just start like just giving it to them. And they're like, what? Or the um the basketball one, or like they bring like it's like a daycare or like a daycare almost thing where they're playing against the kids. Yeah. And that one's that was funny too. But uh there's a um, bunch of them. I would say my favorite it, it's stupid, but um it's a mix between either the Manny Ramirez one where he's just sitting there eating food and they're like, look at him. It's oh, just yeah. Manny that was... and Manny. And he's just... he starts laughing. <laughs> or the one where um, I think it's Juan Pierre is showing off his bat and the Stanford tree is walking. No, no it was Jason like, Hayward. Jason Hayward, yep. And they're like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's cut down to the very finest and the Stanford tree is just walking in and staring at it. He just drops his food and walks away. <laughs> Um, the, uh, um, trying to think the Stephen Curry one where he's like drop 45 Curry the next day, Mm -hmm. another 41 
Curry the next day. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then they like leave and the chefs are like, who is that guy? <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, Jimmy Johnson tearing Jimmy down Johnson the speed bump. Jimmy Johnson on the speed bump. Yeah. He has a speed yeah. bump pickaxe. <laughs> that one's pretty good. They're all good. Uh, yeah, no, they're sure. all great. Uh, Dylan, what are your thoughts on Josh Allen being named the next cover of Madden 24? You know, I've seen a lot of criticism of it. I've seen a lot of hate of it. Some of my the memes honest, are great. Yeah, or... some of the memes are great, but my honest opinion is I think it's good for football. I think it's really good for football because just getting more names out there so people yeah. can see the faces. Because I think the biggest problem with the NFL um, is a problem of – now that Brady's retired, yeah, you probably lost the biggest face of the sport. But, now, I mean, Mahomes has been there. Exactly, but I think they relied too much on Mahomes. He's already been on the cover twice. Twice. He's been on the cover twice already, bro. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is super marketable, so I think it's good for the sport. I think it's kind of funny that he got chosen, especially with all the stuff just going on around him, you know, like the Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like right after that, it's like, man, this guy is getting. Let's hope the uh, Madden curse doesn't take him out, though. That's what. I, yeah, I'm hoping none of that happens, but to be fair, it didn't really. I don't feel like it hit. Um, it Mahomes didn't do anything to Mahomes, no. Brady and Mahomes. I feel like they both had good years. Yeah, I uh, I don't think it'll do anything, but no. you never know. Um, Maybe he'll have one more turnover. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your third question? My final question for you. What's your favorite podcast? My favorite podcast to watch yeah. uh, or listen. Um, I like watching. Uh, there's a bunch. I mean, the uh, the pod, the Pat mm-hmm. McAfee, the pod with the boys yeah. is good. I like watching that one. On YouTube Spit and Chicklets is a good one. Uh, Late Kick with Josh Pate's a good one. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic one. Um, I like watching our uh, Unnecessary Roughness. That one's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch. Pardon the interruptions. Funny. Yep. Um, there's too many to count, really. I like watching a lot of just like mini clips too. Yeah. But yeah, those are the ones I would like actually I like like to listen to. Um so yeah. Yeah. I listen to a lot of those same podcasts. The only ones I listen to that you didn't name would be I listen to Talking Baseball with John Boy. I see them on Twitter, so yeah. I, I listen like- to that quite a bit. And that he's they're always funny. Trevor Plouffe on there too. Mm-hmm. But um and the only other one was I listen to sometimes Theo Vaughn's podcast. Yeah, I just Man, see that clips of that. So, so. that guy is so funny. I was I was listening to his like podcast with Nikki Glazer, and he's just he's saying the most. I, I can't even say the he's talking about. And I was yeah. like, man, where did you think of this stuff? <laughs> I see clips on YouTube, like or TikTok, oh, yeah. like two bears, one the two bears, one cave. Yep, uh, with Burt Kershire and uh, Tom Segura. That ones are funny. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them, but uh, yeah. All right, Dylan, final question for you, and I got some stats here. Okay. That I'll go through. Dylan, who? so this Golden Spikes Award being announced, finalists, Paul Skeens, mm-hmm. who had 11-2, and two, Paul Skeens, Dylan Cruz, Jack Hagley over your finalists. J.J. Weatherholt, by the way, robbed of the finalist spot. Anyway, out of those three, who do you like to win it? If you want, I can go through the stats. Paul Skeens, 11-2, record 1.90 ERA. He started 16 games, two complete games, 99 in the third innings pitched. He only gave up 61 hits, 
Only allowed 26 runs, 21 earned. Only gave up seven homers. He had 179 strikeouts and counting, 17 mm-hmm. walks up to this point, and 13 games this year with at least 10 Ks. How many innings did he pitch? 99 and a third. Okay. Wow. Um, That's a lot of strikeouts for that many innings. Dylan Cruz, 95 mm-hmm. hits, 14 doubles, 17 homers, 63 RBIs, 432 average, 736 slugging percentage, 573 on base percentage. He only struck out he's 40 strikeouts to 61 walks. And I uh, wrote down something else, but I don't know what that 13B would be. I don't know. Um, but he's the lead favorite to be the obviously the first overall yeah. pick in the draft. And then Jack Caglione, Florida sophomore out of Florida. His hitting stats, he's batting 337. He only mm-hmm. hit he hit under 200 in the regional, but he did have okay. three homers. But 337 average, 84 hits, 31 homers, which leads college baseball, 779 slugging, only 48 strikeouts and 248 at bats. Pitching, he had a 378 ERA, seven and three this year with a 16 mm-hmm. game started and 69 innings pitched. So Dylan, who is your who do you like to win the gold? What, uh, what position what position did uh Caglione play in the field? First base, I believe more. Okay. If I'm gonna make a decision right now, I would probably go with Dylan Cruz for okay. a couple of reasons. Biggest thing would be his on base percentage. That was wild. Five hundred. But that's good. Five seventy three, yeah. Five that's really good. And then the fact that he's putting up those numbers while also playing center field, which is the most demanding uh outfield position and probably the second most demanding position after shortstop, not counting catcher or pitcher. Mm-hmm. Him being able to put up those offensive numbers while also being, as far as I was able to tell, a really good defender in center field would yeah. put him at my number one. And then I would have Caglione at number two. Yeah, Dylan Cruz, I mean, he's getting 432 average right there. Says yeah. a lot. Yeah, He's getting on four out of ten times. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy stuff. I mean, 17 homers. He had a couple in the regional. Yeah, I think Paul Skeen's only playing a pitcher. Um, I think that hurts him. I think that hurts him a little bit. I, I mean, think it hurts his draft stock. I think he's going to do fine no. in the draft. But. I think if you're – I mean, these guys, I don't know how much these awards really mean to these guys, but 1.9 yeah. ERA is no joke. 99 and mm-hmm. third innings pitch. He's only going to have, you know, he's going to pitch again this weekend. He's probably going to dominate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Caglione, I would lean Caglione. Okay. Sub four ERA, led uh, a 337 average, hit, led, the, <laughs> led college baseball with 31 bombs, 779 yeah. slugging. I had a, oh, here, I actually had, I screenshotted. Um, so he had 46 hits. Mm-hmm. Or was this? Uh, oh, no, this is his pitching stats or the other pitching stats. They ran out of room. Okay. So aside from this, so he had the 378 ERA, 7 and 3 was his record. 16 games started, 69 in pitch. Like I said, he only gave up 46 hits. He mm-hmm. only gave, he gave up, he had, gave up 33 runs, 29 were earned. Struck out 81. 49 walks, so, you know, a little high there, but um, only gave up nine doubles, only one triple and six homers. Yeah. But opponents were only hitting 184 against him. That's pretty good. 
<clears throat> so I would think Cag- I might lean it to Caglione, mm-hmm. just because you know he's we're seeing like how much that people like that with like Otani. Yeah, Caglione's doing it. I think that's going to give him a nod, and then I think Cruz is second, Skeen's third. Yeah, that's completely fair. I just I that on base percentage is crazy. Like that's what people think Juan Soto does. You know what I mean? Like being able to hit 400 while also getting on base. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's really good. Really, really, really good. That guy. Whew. Get ready for um, when he dominates the league. As an athletic, let's as go. As a Pittsburgh Pirate. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Schemes. All right. So that is all we have for you guys today. Yep. Um, went a, a little longer than we thought, but, you know. Yeah, we, but, you know, we get like as much to, content as we can get for you guys. Exactly, because we know how much you guys like that. Um, and uh, hopefully we have a good Super Regionals, as good as we had Regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching the Stanley Cup playoff finals tonight, game yep. three. Um this episode's going to drop tomorrow, uh, Friday, June 9th. It should drop so. before the games start, but... Oh, yeah. I'll have yeah, it drop. Yeah, it should, it should be up and ready before the games start. So For sure. We want to hear be. you guys' opinions on our opinions. It'll be out midnight, by probably about early in the morning, so, you know, we'll yeah. be good to roll in. Um, make sure you guys, like we said, are subscribing. We get yes. three away, guys, three away. But keep watching us, viewing, liking the comments, or liking, commenting, whatever you guys want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we love that stuff, and let's keep building, chug, turning, and chugging. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll be back next week. Until mm-hmm. then, Knowles and Dogs podcast, guys, signing off. Peace out. We'll see you guys.